Hi, this is Timothy Pig, and I want to welcome you to Text Driven Podcast, a podcast put out by the Ministry of Fellowship Church in Southwest Florida. Text Driven Podcast exists to equip you to know God and make Him known through text driven preaching and practice. To learn more about Fellowship Church, visit our website, fellowshipchurch.co. Podcast, and in this episode, we're going to continue looking at Mark Ballard's brand new book that came out called Words Matter What is the Gospel? This is a book that you need to have in your library. I know I've said this at the beginning of each of these episodes, but I cannot stress enough of just how important it is for you to pick up this book and make sure that you have it. Why is it so important? Well, it's important because it's going to help you understand what the gospel is. But it's also important because it's going to be a book that you can give to somebody and help them to know who Jesus is and know the gospel and learn about their need for the gospel as well. And this episode in particular is going to deal with that reality of why we need the gospel and how we know the gospel actually changes lives. And so we've made it all the way to chapter 3. And in chapter 3, Dr. Ballard deals with the topic, the gospel is certain. The certainty of the gospel. You hear about the gospel, and we've talked about the three tenets of it, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried in a tomb, bodily uh, buried in a tomb. He was fully dead. and But three days later, he rose again victorious over sin and death. And when you... Think about that uh, nature of the gospel. Uh, that Those three truths change lives. Those th- three truths are transformational truths for those who believe them. And in chapter 3, that's what Ballard tries to bring out, is to demonstrate how those three things concerning the gospel are abundantly true, and that those are the main realities that a person needs to believe in order to experience a changed life, okay? Now, as we think about that, Ballard takes us to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and that's where he's kind of been having this discussion throughout his entire book. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, one of the things that he does is he shows and talks to us about the eyewitness accounts that prove the truthfulness of the gospel or the certainty of the gospel. And he does that by showing three categories of people. The first category of people that Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and that Ballard uh, also explains is the category of the apostles and how they were convinced of the certainty of the resurrection and the certainty of the truths of the gospel. The second group of people Uh, that Ballard explains are the 500 people that saw Jesus at one time and how miraculous of a thing that must be. Uh, There wasn't 500 people that had a hallucination or had the same dream, but it was actually 500 people that saw Jesus resurrected bodily in person and had a conversation with him. The third group of people is what Ballard calls the skeptics. And he deals with how that refers to James and then also 
uh, Paul himself and how Paul was a persecutor of the church, um, hated the Lord Jesus, but Christ appeared to him and he was discipled by the Lord Jesus himself. Now, the reason why this is so important is because you can look at the life of Paul and you could see how his life has changed drastically. Paul went from being a person who was a persecutor of the church, a hater of Jesus, a hater of the gospel, to being a person who actually gave his life for Christ. The only way a person does that is if the gospel is that certain to them, if the gospel is that true of a reality. So I think you can, what Ballard is trying to point out and, and what Paul is showing is, look, his life, Paul's life is a testimony that the gospel is true. And this is a very important uh, aspect of the gospel that we need to understand. A person who believes in the gospel is a person who has a changed life. Just think of several passages of scripture about how the Bible speaks of the power of the gospel. For instance, in Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible describes a person without Jesus who has not been saved, who has not believed by faith in the gospel truth as dead in their trespasses and sins, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. This same person, uh, Ephesians 2 verse 3 describes as living for the passions of their own flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and they were by nature children of wrath. So you have a person who is dead, you have a person who is following Satan, you have a person who is living for themselves and their own flesh and, and carrying out the desires of their body and their mind. But after they have believed on the gospel, after they have believed by faith on the gospel, the passage tells us that they have been made alive together with Christ and they have been raised up and they are actually seated with him in the heavenly places and now they are walking in the good works that God has prepared. And later on in the book of Ephesians, it says where they once were walking according to the flesh, gratifying the desires of the flesh, now they are walking in a manner worthy of their calling in chapter 4 verse 1. And they are walking in love, the same love that Christ loved them with. So evidence of a changed life, evidence of, a, of the gospel is in the life that's been transformed by the gospel. And I think one of the best descriptions of a transformed life by the gospel is what the Apostle Paul says about himself in 1 Timothy chapter 1. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, Paul says this, he says, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he has judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly, now he's talking about his life before the gospel, before he believed on the gospel, he was a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent opponent. But I received mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of the Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 
the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. For I receive mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Right there, you see Paul's testimony. You see who he was before Christ. You see how he met Christ by faith and by the grace of God poured out. And now you've seen who he is after Christ. He is an example to those of the transformed nature, transforming nature of the gospel. So the certainty of the gospel is explained to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 through those proofed evidences of the apostles being an eyewitness account and uh, the 500 seeing Jesus at one time, and then also those who were skeptics, James and Paul. And then that brings us to our own life. Uh, are you a person who evidences the gospel through your transformed life? The certainty of the gospel should be able to be observed through the actions that those who have been transformed by the gospel display. If we are not a changed person, if, if our lives aren't any different post-gospel belief that we were pre-gospel belief, then the gospel's not certain. There is no difference. The, the gospel makes no difference in a person's life. So what I hope that you are thinking through right now is that what the gospel does is it transforms a life. And that transformed life is evidenced by a life that is text-driven, that is driven by the Word, that is conforming to the Word, that is not conforming to the world, but is conforming to the Word, and is making proof of the gospel each and every day through our actions. So here's what I want you to do. This is a short episode, but, but it's a very important episode. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write out your personal testimony. I want you to write about who you were before Christ. The Apostle Paul described himself as an insolent opponent. He describes himself as a persecutor, as a blasphemer of the gospel. He described himself as a sinner. And, 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 and Ephesians chapter uh, 2 describes the person as carrying out the desires of their flesh. So the first part of your testimony, I want you to share, write it out who you were before Jesus, okay? Number two, I want you to write how you met Jesus. Who was it that preached the truth of the gospel to you? Who was it that taught you that Jesus Christ died for your sins and he was buried in a tomb and that three days later he rose again? I want you to tell that story in a paragraph. And then finally, I want you to share how your life has been transformed by those by believing in those three truths that we call the gospel. How is your life different? Write a paragraph about how your life has changed since you met Jesus. Now, I want you to take those three paragraphs, who you were before Christ, how you met Christ, and who introduced you to the gospel, and then how your life has changed since meeting Jesus. I want you to take those three paragraphs, and I want you to share that with somebody. 
want you to call up a family member or a friend. I want you to call them on the phone. I want you to share that. I want you to post that on Facebook. I want you to make your testimony of how the gospel is certain. I want you to make that known to other people. And make the gospel certain. I want you to thank I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Texture and Podcast. For more information about Fellowship Church, visit our website, www.fellowshipchurch.co, where you find resources just like this, as well as articles and other ways that will encourage you to live a text-driven life. Until next time, I hope that you will continue living your life for the glory of God and living your life in a text-driven way. God bless. Have a great day.